0: You are tuning into the End One edition of the Game Sports Show presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for five years in a row, and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best wings for two years in a row. Make sure to go on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill on Wednesdays for its famous seventy-five cent wing nights, and just to be a part of an overall great sports atmosphere. Make sure to also check out Sports Center Bar and Grill on both Facebook and Instagram. They are also available for takeout as well now let's get to end one joining hosts david mckay and scott Mason, discussing both local regional and national basketball talk booyah and it's time for the game sports show this is the End one edition presented by sports center bar and grill soosie me ontario's best sports bar five years in a row and the best wings two years in a row. It is your host, David McCaig Jr. And I am joined by the one and only Scott Nason, the man, the myth, the legend. I like to call him Scotty Too Hottie. I don't know if he likes that. He might like the WWE reference. Nonetheless, Scotty, how are you?
1: Dave, always good to be on another edition of And One as we are now into the second round of the NBA playoffs with the First round and just ending uh, earlier this afternoon with the L.A. Clippers finally winning a home game and advancing to the semifinals. I'm doing wonderful, enjoying this beautiful summer weather and enjoying what's been, I think, a pretty good playoff basketball round one. And certainly round two has started off with uh, maybe some surprises and some injuries, but always a pleasure to be on your show, our show, and talk some NBA
0: basketball. Certainly, and as everyone knows, this this past weekend was absolutely gorgeous outside. I got some sun, maybe a little too much sun. I know yourself, Scott, you got the nice tan going on there. Uh, and obviously, with the basketball side going to that, it's been, of course, entertaining. I know a lot of pictures were released, especially from our friends with ESPN, with Kawhi Leonard hitting that uh, shot when he hit it with the Raptors on the 76ers. They kind of photoshopped a couple things with the Clippers and the Mavericks jerseys So it was a good little laugh as Kawhi had the opportunity now to get the Clippers to move forward and move on. And, of course, it's a big one, uh, 104 to 97. uh, Sorry, a big 126 to 111 victory. Sorry, that was game six I was talking about. So it's interesting to see the Clippers have moved on. Brooklyn looks good. Uh, The Clippers and uh, are looking I don't know if they're going to be that team. I I really don't know. I'm really liking the Suns in that uh, in that conference, but nonetheless, the LeBron not being in the finals, uh, Stephon Curry not being in the finals, no Lakers, no Golden State Warriors, no Miami Heat, no San Antonio Spurs. Everyone saw that post where from the last. How many finals since 98, the Spurs, Warriors, Lakers, Heat have basically how many times have they been a part of, if not all of them. So uh, it's certainly been an entertaining NBA playoffs to this point. And I'm hoping to maybe see a team that hasn't won before or won a long time. Everyone knows how I'm a fan of that, even though the Raptors aren't involved. And of course, Scotty, the Pistons are not involved (laughs) either. (laughs) Uh, But of course, I'm going to give you the floor as we usually do in just a few moments. But before I even do that, I want to remind listeners that this will be a commercial free upload as everybody may already know, as we do a lot on our Sucanda Canada shows, but there will be product placement myself, maybe Scotty. We'll just mention some love for our sponsors uh, that we have here on the game sports show and Scotty transition it to you, my friend now to take the floor here with and one.
1: Yeah, uh, you mentioned, Dave, it's a really good time, I think, for basketball fans that are interested in teams that haven't won before. You look at the eight teams that are into the semifinals, starting with the West, LA Clippers, you know. Pressure was on them after losing the first two games against Dallas. They go to Dallas and win two. Then they lose game five at home, and I thought they were done. I got to be honest. I thought it was all over for the Clippers. You know, this is a franchise, uh, much like uh, many of the franchises that we love, David, the Detroit Lions, Toronto Maple Leafs that, you know, just have not had success for a long time. The Clippers have never had success. They've never even been to the NBA Finals, and I think they're a dangerous team because, Now the pressure's off them. They're going to play Utah, who's the favorite, the top seed, the best record in the NBA. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Clippers do this. Uh, Taking on a Utah team that has never won an NBA Finals. They've been in a couple. You look at the other semifinal, Phoenix, who knocked out the LA Lakers. I mean, just a great young team. Devin Booker, I mean, this guy is just shooting the lights out right now. Phoenix has been in, I think, at least one NBA Finals, if not two. Never won it. Taking on Denver who's never been to the finals or won the finals in the West. And then you look at the East right now, Philadelphia, they haven't won since 1983 taking on Atlanta. And boy, I'll tell you what, Trey young, this guy is just lights out. Uh, 35 points in the game one victory on Sunday over Philadelphia, 128-124 victory. You know, people still aren't talking about Atlanta and this team right now is, is just playing very, very good basketball. They're just shooting very well. Philadelphia is going to have their hands full with Atlanta. Atlanta's never been uh, as Atlanta as far as uh, NBA Finals. They did win uh, a couple uh, championships as when they were the St. Louis Hawks. And then you have Brooklyn, uh, you know, the team that they've never won, uh, even with the New Jersey Nets as the finals, uh, taking on Milwaukee, who hasn't won since 1973. So Dave, you got six of the eight teams that are still going in the NBA Finals that have never won a championship. Many of those teams have never been in the NBA finals. And then you have Phil- uh, Brooklyn or you have Philadelphia and Milwaukee that haven't won in about over 30 years. So certainly there's going to be some new blood and it's been very good as far as the level of play. You know, the first round of the NBA playoffs, I don't think has the luster like the first round of the NHL playoffs. You don't have those real competitive series you saw two. That went six games. Another went seven. But most of these series are either sweeps or, or five-game series. I look at these four series right now, Atlanta, Philadelphia. Atlanta's up 1-0. I think Philadelphia will respond. I think that series could very well go six or seven. I like Atlanta in that series. I got to be honest right now. I just think they're playing very good basketball. Trey Young is just a stud. I mean, he's getting heckled. I mean, I think the uh, chance in Philadelphia today – they were talking about male pattern baldness, which certainly uh, it hits home to me. I mean, what are you doing, fans? I mean, really, male pattern baldness? that That's where you're going to go? I mean, he got spit on in New York. You look at that other series, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee is going to need Giannis to, he's going to have to score 40 points a game, I think, to win that series. Harden now is out for game two for Brooklyn with that hamstring. He injured it early last night in uh, Brooklyn's victory, but I still think Brooklyn just has too much. You had Durant and Irving. If you have a combination of two of those three guys, I still think Brooklyn gets through that series. In the West, like I mentioned, Utah and the Clippers, uh, you know, Utah is the favorite, but, you know, the Clippers now, they got kind of maybe a, a little bit of, you know, they're playing on the house's money, as I like to say. Now the expectations might be off a bit. You know, everybody thought they were going to lose that series here. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, they thought they were going to lose that series and, and they and end up uh, beating Dallas and. Phoenix and Denver. That's going to be a really interesting series there. I mean, I like Denver in that series, but boy, Phoenix, they're playing some good basketball. And certainly I'm glad as much as I picked the LA Lakers to get to the finals and take on Brooklyn. I'm kind of glad they're done. I mean, LeBron James. We've talked a lot about him, Dave, over the years, as far as some of his antics and, you know, he's a great player. He's one of the best of all time, probably the top two of all time, but it's those things that he does, you know, in game six or game five when he walked off the court with five minutes left and saying how hard this year has has been on him. I'm just glad to see the Lakers out and just some new blood in the NBA. You got a lot of good young players, certainly with Dallas, Luka Doncic, you know, that team's going to be back. I mean, he, he was a stud in that series, but he just didn't have enough help. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these semifinals go. I don't see a semifinal that probably goes less than five games. I think these all have the chance to go six or seven games, and it's certainly going to be a lot of fun.
0: It is. You know what? The one thing that I, and you mentioned with the Knicks, the Knicks fans with Trey Young, and Listen, I'm a fan of, you know, fans getting involved, but the NBA fans have been getting involved way too much. I know we will touch on that in a little bit, but kind of what the series is myself, I'm going to have to say from a favorites perspective, and this is kind of a, uh, my favorite series, as you mentioned, the Nuggets and Suns. I'm I'm very excited about that series, Uh, but I still like the Suns to go all the way. I just got that feeling. Everyone has the Nets, you got to have that team that's expected to be there. will get there. That always happens in the NBA. So I can see that being a thing, but you got to think the Hawks will give the nets. I'm not counting out the Sixers right now because they're a very good ball team, but I would love to see Trey young and the Hawks against the nets. I think that'd be just a fantastic. Imagine little he's on the stud Trey young going against a three headed monster in Brooklyn. If not, they have a lot of good talent on Brooklyn, right? They're really deep, uh, but the suns, you know, of course, Chris Paul being there and Booker and, of course, having the youth that they have what that mix of that veteran presence. It's, it's just great to see, especially for a city in Phoenix that, you know, would be starving for uh, a team to be successful. That is a team that I'm really watching. I don't want the Clippers to be that team to go through. Of course, that comes from a biased perspective with Kawhi Leonard walking from the Raptors to the Clippers, but I don't hold a grudge against him for that because he did it for family reasons, but this is a team that's invested a lot of money into Kawhi. A lot of draft picks into Paul George. Like, I buy what I'm saying by a lot of draft picks. It's not the one or two. They've invested, boy, was it five or six, whatever it was, first round picks. Uh, But I still don't think they will have enough when it comes to either playing uh, the Nuggets or the Suns. I I really, I really don't think that is the case. And uh, I think the Suns got to be a a favorite right now. And uh, I really think the Nets, when James Harden, they have. Kyrie and Durant and Harden a lot of people have given Harden a lot of uh, uh, sportsmanship and teensmanship play kind of scrutinism throughout the years uh, scrutiny sorry throughout the years and being on this team you know, he's not that only guy that maybe he was when he was on Houston for a bit before he got a little bit of help. But then afterwards, it was always kind of James Harden was the guy. Now that a little bit of pressure's off, he's able to distribute the ball around. Brooklyn's a good basketball team. And for anyone to doubt that they won't walk out of that Eastern Conference, I, I don't know. I know the Bucs, like you said, Scotty, Giannis has to hit. 40 points a game, at least, if not 50. If he can get 50, he's got to get 50. And I was surprised he even re-signed long-term in Milwaukee earlier this year uh, because, you know what, I think this is a team that, yes, he's the face of, Uh, But in terms of the Eastern Conference now and the way it's growing with the Knicks and uh, Trey Young with the Hawks and as these star players develop on their teams, the way the NBA is, star players that go to the free agency are going to go to the teams that are already successful. Is Milwaukee one of them? Yeah, I'm not saying that they're not, uh, but a lot of people desire more to go to Atlanta or a lot of people desire more to go to Boston or Brooklyn. It's the same that goes for the Raptors. You know, a lot of people don't like playing basketball in the winter. Okay. That that's, that's, that's how it is in the NBA, but going back to the playoffs, because that's what we're talking about. You got to give credit to the Clippers for battling back in that series and defeating the Mavericks. And maybe now in the off season, the Mavericks can address some help, Uh, for their star players. Uh, And overall, though, I am still pulling for the Suns. I would love to see the Suns win. I think it would be great for the game of basketball just to have somewhere different. Uh, you can't. And I'm sorry to say that, Nuggets fans. I'm also sorry to say that every other fan that's going on uh, for all the teams that are still involved. But I got my favorites to be the Suns. I I, I like a good storyline when I see it from a team that you know was a laughing stock for how many years. And despite how Utah is and having the best record in the NBA, some team that I haven't dove into. I still think the Suns got to have the, the upper hand to go forward. I, I just feel like Utah will be a good team going forward for the near future, and they will win a championship in the near future. But my overall favorite at this current point has to be the Suns.
1: Yeah, the Suns are certainly playing really good basketball right now. Uh, and you look at this Utah team, you know, they lost game one, they get Donovan Mitchell back, and, and he's really the key to, to that lineup. And, you know, the two most consistent teams all season long have been Utah and Phoenix. And I wouldn't be surprised if those two teams get there. Uh, you know, you look at Utah right now, I, I love Rudy Gobert. I just think he he, he has, uh, he, on both sides of the ball, he, he can just, he can be a game changer in that series certainly the the Clippers you know they got the the proverbial monkey off their back winning that series but this is a franchise that has not had success and they haven't been able to you know to get over the hump and so I, I like Utah in that series I think it'll be tough I think it'll go at least six games and, and that Phoenix Denver series you know this 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 is a tough one you know Phoenix I I think Booker's gonna need a little more help uh, as far as you know, from Bridges or or some of the other players there and Denver. I mean, Jokic, I mean, this guy, he, he, I, what I like about Jokic, Dave, is he kind of, he he goes back to, you know, the, the past NBA. He looks like he, he's one of the few players, I think that would fit into the 1980s and 1990s. How can you go back to the 1970s? As far as him, he has a great inside game. You know, you got pick and rolls. He just does a lot of good things. I think that series goes seven. I like Denver in that one, but I would not be that surprised if Phoenix makes it. And I think any of the four teams in the West would beat any of the teams in the East except Brooklyn. I just – I don't think Philadelphia – atlanta and milwaukee would win a seven game series against any of the western teams and we've seen that over the last few years dave i mean the west has been uh, top to bottom better than the east i think the east certainly has jumped up a bit with philadelphia when healthy uh and certainly needs to be out there uh, he brought in a triple h if you saw that in pregame and game one on sunday uh, trying to uh I don't know what, where that all came about, but as a wrestling fan, I certainly appreciate that. But they're going to have their hands full with Atlanta and, you know, Trey Young, I, I can't say enough about him. I mean, Donna, she's 22 years old. Young's just a little bit older than him. But I think Young is the guy that's really going to come out of this year's playoffs as, as maybe one of the next big stars. I mean, he's already a big star. He's scored over 30 points uh, in the road games in the playoffs in the first four. The last guy to do that, Dave, Abdul Jabbar back in 1970 when he was Lou Al Cinder playing for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's how rare that achievement has. But you know, it, it's been good for the NBA. You're starting to see uh, packed houses uh, here in, in many of the stadiums. We didn't see that as much in Los Angeles. I think they had about 8,000, but you see those crowds in Utah and Philadelphia yesterday. It was a packed house. And yeah, I got to be honest, Dave. You know, it just it seemed like a, a switch was flipped here in the United States a few weeks ago, all of a sudden there's packed houses. I I didn't think we'd see that at least until the earliest next year, and certainly uh, it's been welcome because, you know, there's something to be said about having the the home crowd advantage. We didn't see that in the empty stadiums. You're s- still seeing that in hockey in Canada. You know, you're not having that home crowd advantage that you do in Vegas and some other places. So I'm certainly looking forward to the second round of the NBA playoffs. It's
0: going to be a lot of fun. See, And there's an interesting fact that I'm going to say, from uh, I'm going to give credit where it is here, sorrydownsouth.com. It's uh, part of the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, so the Atlanta Hawks made a decision back in 2018 that they wanted Trey Young as their franchise point guard. They traded back to pick five in the process, giving up the rights to Luka Donich, who was the mm. third pick, of course, by the Mavericks. Salvinian first hit the court. A lot of NBA experts, you'll say believe the Hawks made a huge mistake. Now, if you look back at the stats when it comes to Trey Young, the guy is an all-star in 2020. NBA 1st Rookie Team 2019. Consensus First All-Team American 2018. Scott could probably touch on that more than I can. Wayman Tisdale Award. First Team Big All-Big tw- all t- all 12, sorry. Big 12 Freshman of the Year. NCAA uh, Season Scoring Leader. NCAA Season Assist Leader. McDonald's All-American in 2017. This guy in every level. That he has had going up, he has been successful. And Young was considered one of the best players in 2017 recruiting ca- cla- uh, cast by Scout.com, Rivals.com, and of course, our friends with ESPN. And ESPN considered him the second best point guard prospect that year while other websites considered him third best. Okay, so now, of course, ESPN looks a bit more understandably smarter smarter when it comes to getting that prediction, because honestly, coming out of the draft, the kid is obviously a stud. And he was, uh, Young was selected with the fifth overall pick by the Mavericks, but of course traded to the Hawks uh, with a protected future first pick uh, in exchange for the rights to the third overall, Lucas Donich, as I mentioned. He signed with the Hawks, and... On October 21st, on the Hawks' third game of the season, Young finished with a season-high 35 points and 11 assists in a 133-111 to 11, 11 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I had this noted because he was doubted because of the move that they made with Luka Donic, and he has more than done enough to prove that he was the right pick. He is the future face of that Atlanta Hawks franchise, he already is the face. And he is overall the, one of the single-hand reasons why they were able to clean house with the Knicks as easily as they did. Not giving, putting down any other players that were on that team or on that roster throughout that run against the Knicks. Moving on the playoffs now against the Sixers. But Trey Young is the heartbeat of the Hawks. He's the wings. You clip that wing you might be able to clip the Hawks, but there's no way that that wing is going to be clipped. And I want to share those points about Trey young because the hate for him is real. Yeah. He's balding. Scotty. (laughs) You've mentioned about that about yourself. I got Justin Heichel. Who's had a receding hair alliance since he was 20 years old. Okay. (laughs) On the game sports show. Luckily my hair grows one day. This won't be a thing. I'm sure I'll get to that point. Everyone's going to get to that point. All right. And that's not going to get me upset. If I'm an athlete, Hearing the fans heckle you, that is the best thing. That gets you motivated. You love it. And Tree Young is somebody who's been facing adversity throughout the entirety of his career, being noted as someone who may not be as good as this person or may not be good enough, but he has been good enough and rose to the occasion. So uh, Scotty, I couldn't agree more with, I went a little longer there with the Trey young points, but had to get that out for fans to prove not only that we look up stats and have accuracy on the show, but that we also like to prove our points because of the effect that Trey young has. And if the Hawks can get to the finals and be successful, that is a fantastic story for Trey young to be just a couple years out of being drafted and lead a team that was struggling for how so many years and now to have the opportunity to uh, be successful, to the turnaround of a franchise all because of Trey young. Now, Scotty, before we go to the next point, I don't know if you had any final thoughts, but before you get to those final thoughts and to our next topic, before we wrap up, uh, before we wrap up and one, we got to get into our product placement. Of course, North superior brain company where they are, nor- they are superior and it's a Northern thing and North superior brain company has free local deliveries, delicious beer, of course, a sponsor with our top shelf edition, our Strike Zone edition, fantastic beer, and on these hot summer nights, hot summer days, whatever it is, breakfast doesn't matter. Get some Northern Superior part of your life. They have many cold options available for you to enjoy. Got to enjoy some of that brew from Northern Superior Brewing Company, and of course, Sports Center Bar and Grill. who's best sports bar five years in a row, two years best wings. They're doing and are open, and they have delivery options. Support local people. Go to the Little plug for our website. Scroll down to the sponsorship section. All the love for our sponsors are from Compass to Mansky, Soul Right, Living Sisu, North Shore Sports and Auto, which my CD is fantastic, by the way, even though I was made a little hiccup and caused a little damage <laughs> last weekend. All the great love to our sponsors that is going to be the product plug-in right now. Scotty, any final thoughts before we wrap up to the next topic, which I'm thinking the next topic should be about those fans that are a little bit too much nowadays in the NBA crowds.
1: Yeah. Just touching quickly, Dave, you talk about Trey young and uh, Luka Doncic, Uh, you know, it may not have worked out if Doncic went to Atlanta and young went to Dallas. I think it would have, but you know, both, both players were put in a good situation. You look at Atlanta right now. I mean, they have a very good supporting cast. Uh, Bogdanovich had 21 points uh, earlier today in their victory. I mean, he's he can shoot it from outside. Uh, Clint Capella just 11 points, but he had 10 rebounds and uh, Collins with 21 points. Uh, this Atlanta team, I, I would be surprised if they make the finals. I, I don't think they have enough to get past both Philadelphia and potentially Milwaukee or Brooklyn, but I think they're a team certainly on the rise and the New York Knicks as well. New York, they need more shooting. They just don't have enough. I mean, Randall, it was almost a one man show and the Knicks way overachieved this year. Nobody thought they would even make, the playoffs let alone be the four seasons so certainly new york nick fans are, are a little disappointed in in their playoff performance but i wouldn't i wouldn't sleep on the new york Knicks either. this is a team that's back uh, yeah and you mentioned like phoenix you know a few years ago look at all these teams that are in the playoffs we weren't even talking about them on our shows we weren't talking about phoenix we weren't talking about denver we weren't talking about atlanta we weren't talking about you know, some of these other teams. And it's just good to see different teams in there not having the same old cast in there and the same old players, not having Cleveland, Golden State for, what, four years in a row? I mean, come on. So it's going to be – it's whoever makes it, you know, I'm a Pistons fan. Dave, you're a Raptors fan. I guess of the teams that I'm pulling for, I'm pulling for Atlanta just because they're the underdog. I, I wouldn't be sad if either Philadelphia, Milwaukee, or Brooklyn gets in. Yeah, and in the West, uh, you know, I, I would be happy with three of the four teams getting in. Uh, I, I'm i not a big Clippers fan uh, like you, Dave, for different reasons. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not a big fan of that team. Uh, you know, it's the best team money can buy. Well, we'll see. But but I like what they've done in Utah. Denver and Phoenix, but all small market teams, you know, they've made great picks in the drafts. They have good team chemistry and and they're smaller markets. The the NBC's and the TNT's of the world don't want a, uh, say a Phoenix uh, Milwaukee or Phoenix Atlanta final because of TV ratings. I'd be very happy with that. We got different teams in there and it's good for the NBA. It's good for the game of basketball. And certainly a a lot of these young guys, I mean, what Donich is 22, I think uh, Trey Young's 23. It's good to see these young guys starting to step up and, uh, you know, be the next generation of superstars because you got to put young and Donna Trey right now as two of the best in the league.
0: 100%. And you know what? It's you, you have a situation in basketball right now where it's good to have this change. And I'm so fed up. But what did I tell you at, a, at the wicked sister? You <laughs> went to golden state, Salo, Ethan and I was going off all right, Durant went from there to Brooklyn, all right, again, another three-headed monster, he had a three-headed monster in Oklahoma State, people maybe forget, okay, Russell Westbrook and James Harden were there when he was there, right, and they weren't successful, of course, he had success in Golden State, I believe he was an MVP in the finals, if I remember correctly, I think mm-hmm. was 18, top of my head, uh, but you know what, and maybe I ate my words a little bit, he has a ring, I have not even 1% of his total income in a day, it feels like. Uh, But jokes aside, it's good to see these new players come up. And Nothing against Brooklyn, but I want to see these teams that aren't storylines win. Phoenix's, the Atlanta's, all these teams. I want to see a difference. It it will increase ratings over time, and it will be better over time because if they win, players are going to want to go there. And as players want to go there, it's going to change the market. Where was Golden State before Steph Curry? nowhere they were trash they were trash they were awful i remember when i was younger they were garbage of course when i was younger and born it was the pistons it was the bulls uh the the spurs the lakers houston yeah thank you yep and of course with the bulls uh best team ever ever i'm sorry no team can ever touch that team uh and it's just great to see these new generations uh come through and i'm hoping that these small market teams, if you will, uh, get the chance to have that success. And that goes from Phoenix. That goes, Toronto isn't a small market. People don't know that, but they aren't because they have all of Canada behind them. There's no other team. So they, when they were in the playoffs, they defined that how many viewers were in that final. I think it was absolutely record breaking in Canada. I know that. So, uh, overall it's good to, like you said, Scott, you see these teams have uh, players come up that are being faces, but, Going to our last topic here on end one before we wrap up, Scotty. And I must tell listeners that hopefully they're enjoying this in quality of call. We've changed the recording side of things and we're using Zoom more than Skype right now as we transition uh, into different kind of programming with our uh, kind of pre-recording stream. So if there's any issues, please comment below. Uh, You may be viewing on video if I had the fortunate ability to get that uploaded or just audio. Nonetheless, make sure you comment below. Scotty, fans in the crowd. I can't believe I, I you pay the admission to get in. I get it, and it all started actually last year where I started looking, or not last year, a couple of years ago where I started really looking a lot more of the fans. Where Masai jury couldn't get on the court because of a security guard because he was questioning that he was actually the GM of the Raptors, and of course yeah. dealing with a lot of racial issues. And we're not jumping into that today. None, not, God, no, we're not jumping into that right now. But. That's where I actually started looking at a lot of fan reaction because that playoff was where that fan from Golden State apparently had issues with Kyle Lowry in the finals, right? So, when having different angles, we had one TV going at Sports Center, and then there was another TV going at the same time, too. And I was able to kind of, it wasn't really shown on live to you, but you could see how Masai Ujiri at the end of that altercation with that security guard was looking back upset and Kyle Lowry grabbed him and hugged him and said, Don't worry about it. Let's go celebrate. Let's go celebrate. So and fans are in the background just yelling. They're throwing popcorn. They're they're getting upset. But for the last couple of years, I've seen the fans be a bit more brave in the stands. And I wanted to watch that more, and I would love to do a docu series at one day about how fans are in different different arenas. You can go to hockey; we know how it is in Toronto, Montreal. Uh, we and you can go to basketball. Of course, the passionate fan bases in basketball, the Lakers, of course, and obviously, it seems like Golden State fans are way more passionate than they should be, or Knicks fans are way absurd as they should be. It's sometimes. When you pay to watch you're there to watch. Use the use the eyes. In French les yeux. Use the eyes. Okay. I don't know if we have French listeners. I'm not going to say it in Italian. It's pretty similar. So <laughs> anyone who's listening to different languages use your eyes and not use your hands, your legs, use your mouth. Yeah, if you want to say that's a bullshit call or if, whatever you want to say, but to start yelling racial, thing, uh, racial uh, verbs out or getting out and throwing popcorn or uh, spitting on somebody or snot rocketing on somebody, whatever you want to do, don't do that. You pay to watch the overall game and enjoy the game that is at hand that you're watching. If you're somebody who is going above and beyond that you're like, Oh, and you're a passionate fan. You painted your face. Love that. But if you're that fan that goes a little bit too far, where you start yelling at players, throwing jerseys, burning jerseys, which I said, as a joke to you, Scotty, if Toronto loss is going to burn my jersey, but I was a <laughs> For somebody who burnt a Doug Gilmore, Toronto Jersey. Well, oh, not Doug Gilmore. Come on now. Yeah. Like it's comes to a point of like, grow up. All right. Like I, and I'm using that as an example with this basketball show because fans go a little too far sometimes. Vancouver, when they lost the boss in the cup finals of 2010, they get a little bit insane. When safety gets involved, you're going way too far. And that's the HR in me coming out. So if you're going to start spitting on players, I hope somebody goes up that stance and literally beats your head in. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if I'm getting paid $100 million. If I got spat on by somebody or somebody yelled a racial slur or saying they're going to kill my family or whatever they said, I would literally walk up those scares, Scott, and disregard everything. I'd be like, let's go outside. I'm going to shower. I'll see you outside or let's go right now, and I cold clock him right in the face. I wouldn't care. You would deserve it. I'm sorry. The fan does deserve it. You do have the right as a fan to go in there and pay to watch – but if you're going to be someone who's going to start overall of affecting the safety of players or families, then you gotta, it's, it's got check time. It's time to really look in the mirror and see who you are as a person because that's taking it too far.
1: Well, this is something, Dave, that you know, throughout the history of sports, it's, it's not something new. I mean, this is, this is something that's, you go back to Major League Baseball, uh, I'm reading a history of the Major League Baseball right now, and you go back to Ty Cobb from the Detroit Tigers, he used to jump into the stands and, and assault people that that were yelling at him, and not too long ago, the malice at the Palace between the Pistons and the Indiana Pacers back, I think, in 2004, everybody remembers that, where uh, Ron Artest was laying on the scores table, and a fan threw a, a beverage at him, and uh, he jumped into the stands, and fans were coming on the court, and it was just uh, an awful thing, and, y- you know, you go to a game, you have the right to voice your opinion, but you don't have the right to be an idiot. And, and that's what we're seeing when you, when you see the racial slurs. I mean, that, that just shouldn't happen in, in any capacity of life, let alone a sporting event, because at the end of the day, it, it is a game. And, and as you know, Dave, I do some umpiring here on the state side as far as high school softball. And, and, you know, you have to tune that out to a certain extent. But in many cases, you go to Bill Russell. Uh, for the Boston Celtics. I mean, this is a guy that won nine championships in 11 years and he got abused from his own fans in Boston because of the color of his skin, you know, and and Kyrie Irving made a point on that when Brooklyn played up there and you saw what happened in that game where a bottle was thrown at him. I don't think there were any racial slurs or anything like that, but but you don't have the right to be an idiot because I guarantee you 99% of these fans if they were standing face to face with these athletes, wouldn't say, do, throw bottles or do anything if it was a one-on-one situation because they feel secure up in row 15 throwing a bottle. But as we saw in Detroit, when the fans, when the players go up in the stands, it's a whole different thing. So it just, you know, and you said it, Dave, you got to look yourself in the mirror. If, If your life is so unfulfilling, that you yell a racial slur, even, you know, chance of male pattern baldness. I mean, come on. I mean, really? I mean, that that's that's the best you got. It's ridiculous. Support your team. You know what? Get on a opposing team. boom, but but don't don't be an idiot because we see it too much. We're seeing the NBA. We see it in all sports. European soccer has had all sorts of problems uh, with racism and fans. You know of their own teams. Uh, you know yelling at and yelling slurs at uh, some players because of the color of their skin. So it's just something that it shouldn't happen. It does happen, and hopefully it you know, things calm down a little bit because at the end of the day, Dave, it is a game and it should just be a game. And these things are just absolutely ridiculous. And I don't, I don't uh, judge any of these players that take exception to some of these things that are said. And it's certainly, uh, it's, it's across the board in all sports. Let's hope cooler heads prevail and people start acting like adults.
0: Let me ask you this. Hockey, they have the netting for protection, right? basketball you pay a pretty penny at core side sgz 50 cent m
1: yeah uh, spike lee
0: <laughs> spike, <laughs> poor guy uh, he's still around yeah i can't believe it <laughs> uh, Tyler, these guys that are paying big bucks do we ever see beyond those vip seatings? which usually if somebody's going to do that they're a higher class so that's a lot of money but if you're going to do it from the court side, it's a problem. But when will we see maybe behind the score judges table, a non impairing visual of non impairing visual net for fans or something that makes them still like have a net. So they can't throw bottles. Yes. You can still spit. Okay. But if you spit, good luck to you. Uh, but if you just avoid the popcorn or, or the possible bottles, do you ever, do you ever think we will see a netting enforced in basketball anywhere closer to the court?
1: If things keep going like they are, I think it's a possibility. I I don't see it happening anytime soon. Uh, Certainly these are, you know, for the most part, isolated incidents although it seems to be kind of magnified over the last couple of weeks because we've had several you don't have to go back too long Dave in Sue Ontario uh, with the Sue Greyhounds when they were playing at the old Memorial Gardens there was no glass behind the benches there was no glass behind the penalty boxes and I was at a few games where there was some interaction with fans and certainly hockey has done a, a better job to uh, to negate that as far as putting glass behind the bench and you know, but that wasn't that long ago. I mean, that was, that was probably 20, 25 years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. Certainly the NBA, you know, could look at that if these incidents keep happening, but I really don't think they will. I mean, I think you're going to see the isolated incident here and there, but I think as a whole, it's not going to be to the point where you're going to have to, you know, put fans in cages, so to speak, or or segregate them from the rest of the crowd. Let's just hope, maybe it's just the result of the pandemic and people now, wow we have big crowds so maybe this is their part of getting back to normal maybe they'll just get it out of their system now these last few weeks so we can get just back to playing basketball playing hockey and the sports we love without these fans being complete idiots
0: Certainly. And that's where, you know what, people were brought that up to me or say maybe they'll put security up for the basketball going forward. And it's interesting point. I've been thinking about it. And I honestly don't think it's ever going to be done. I imagine there'll be more tight knit security because this may be a bad way to look at it. Yes. It's been a thing in sports for every sport, how long. And one of the movies that has a big effect on me is actually 42 with Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Is uh, understanding how that was for Jackie. Oh my God, and you know what? We still have an issue of that today, which still bothers me to a core. But nonetheless, we're not getting into that. I, the, well, going back to the point, it made me really think about when when that individual said, "Do you ever do you think?" And this happened at Mike don Golf Tournament. May I had, if you ever think you'll see security uh, for uh, for for basketball, and I said, "The my response was, I don't think there will be interesting point." I said, "I'll bring it up with my next basketball statement with Scott," but. The unfortunate thing is, yes, this may have happened a lot in sports, but for something to change, something bad has to happen or some yeah. bad things have to happen. And I can refer to a lot of political things. I'm not going to mention those or sporting events where it has happened. Okay. And you mentioned the hounds fans get involved security. We had a fan uh, die in Columbus uh, with the puck, yeah. right? So you've netting unfortunate incidences. Okay. Shouldn't have happened, but they did. And sometimes that will bring change. And I hope basketball brings up something that I'm not thinking of or someone else is maybe thinking of in general that they can maybe do something to protect the players. Because, yes, as a fan, we're there to watch, there to enjoy. We have a right to our opinion, especially if you're a hockey Leafs fan. You have the right to your opinion. Uh, if you're a Pistons fan, Raptors fan, doesn't matter what fan you are, you have your right to your opinion. But you do not have the right, as you said, Scott, to be an idiot.
1: And finally, Dave, uh, one final point on this. For those that do those sort of things, they need to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. A- and that's, you know, make, make an example out of them. You know, say, you know what? If you do this, then you're going to spend 30 days in jail. You're going to sp- pay a $10,000 fine. Well, if that happens, and, and I think some of these people are being prosecuted, but they, they need to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Make, make, set an example for them. To other fans, you want to do this, then guess what? Enjoy thirty days in jail and paying ten fifteen thousand dollars
0: hundred percent, I love the money part because uh, money hits home on a lot of people. yep people may have a lot of money, but when you start throwing out money for these kind of instances where people that may not have the money that usually this is where we see a lot of the action could be people with or without money. doesn't matter. I love the money. Fine. That's huge. The jail sentence. Fantastic. Even if it was 90 days, I don't care. You give someone three months in the, in the pen. And, and I don't want to know, be there. <laughs> no, you don't want to be there and you're spending money. You're away from your family and friends. They'll give you a whole new perspective. And here's the ultimate thing. HR may come in your job. You're yep. under employed. You're losing your job. Yep. You might not ever get a proper paying job or a good paying job or a job that you desire to have because you have this hindering over your record. I don't know how big it is in America. I'm sure it's the same way as Canada, if not worse. It is. Yeah. Canada, America. Yeah. So it's, you gotta, you gotta think before you do. Okay. It's different if you go, oh crap, you drop something. You, there's a difference between accidentally dropping something on the floor. Okay. Before going and hocking it, saying F you and throwing it no, or spitting. No. Yeah. It doesn't happen. But, Scotty, it's been a fun time, my friend. We've uh, been recording here, of course. Uh, we always have fun. We have a busy week, uh, especially on the Sioux Canada side. We've got Top Shelf. We've got another special edition upload. We had a big recording this week. We're not going to tease who that is. Uh, let's just say that he has a book out. That's all I'll say with my. Whoa. That's all I'll say with the T's. But our special edition upload this week is Steve Passmore's interview. Awesome interview. Obviously, this end, one edition ESPN. We have all the great shows the Game Sports Show has, from Hot Seat to Butch Davis to your editions with Paul Van Wagner, who's an absolute beauty, by the way. All our in-game podcasts, it's busy. We've been recording here tonight. I'm sweating. It's hot as hell. (laughs) We're enjoying it. Uh, so, Scotty, I want to say thank you very much, and to Sports Center Bar and Grill, of course. Uh, Scotty, we got to get you the Sports Center Bar and Grill again after you're able to cross the border.
1: Open that border soon, please.
0: I miss it over there. <laughs> Definitely. I miss seeing you in person. Thanks for uh, leading the basketball playoff side and going back and forth with some one It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. We appreciate the fans and the listeners who've been really lenient with our schedule. We have a lot of shows. It would make no sense to upload seven shows in one week because that's a lot of content. It's great content. But nonetheless, we gotta make sure we plan everything appropriately. So we appreciate the patience. Hopefully, everyone was able to enjoy this. Scott, thanks again for coming on by, and we'll be in touch this week, my friend.
1: Sounds good, Dave. Thanks for having me, and uh, watch some NBA playoff basketball. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Certainly has been a lot of fun. Now, this is Dave McCabe, and on behalf of Scott Nason and the Game Sports Show, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on all of our platforms, the Game Sports Show, as well as all of our sponsors, including Sports Center Bar and Grill. And Susie, Ontario, five years in a row, best sports bar, two years in a row, best wings. All those wings are just delicious, fall right off the bone. The beverages there are delicious. Even the chicken parm wrap, Scotty. My God delicious i'm craving it right now as i talk and their pizza so make sure you check them out on social media facebook and instagram as well now getting to our sign off here i'm gonna remind you to keep your sticker on the ice swing your bats catch your touchdowns during your threes and shoot your shots booyah